Hello, darlings. You're listening to Podcasters. This is Catwoman. I just want to clarify. I know that the kitty cats have made mention of calling me Cat Lady, but I don't think that's very respectful. So please refer to me as Catwoman. Anywho, anywho's will be. I have been asked to inform you all that um, although last week the podcasts, uh, last week they talked about some scatological material, um, they're also going to talk about it this week, but it was too good of a story to pass up. So they hope you will forgive them and they will do their absolute best not to talk about poo or any other slightly disgusting bodily functions moving forward. They don't 100% promise because they're kind of stinkers like that, but they're going to do their best. And I personally am hoping that we do not have any more poo adventures in the coming weeks as their Catwoman. Please consider that, pussycats. Okay. Meet Tom and Allie Cat. They're cats. Like literal cats. They're also best friends. Who cares about that motherfucker when you've got the adventures of Tom and Alley Cat who will do everything in their power to protect their sweet cat lady from heartbreak again. Even if it means going on the land. Hold on to your ear holes, pussycats. The podcasters are up to something. What's up, pussies? I'm Tom Cat. And I'm Alley Cat. And you're listening to Adventures of Tom and Alley Cat. Alley Cat. Podcasters. You know, I honestly kind of love that we are probably never going to get that right. So fuck it. Probably. (laughs) This is a podcast by cats. For cats. And sometimes dogs. If they're lucky, because deep down, we love those little bitches. Right? Okay. Now, uh, what quiz are we taking today? Who says we're taking a quiz? Aren't we? We always take. No. No. We're walking on the wild side today. Ooh. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. I thought we could, you know, bring in Maggie to settle a score for us. You know what I'm talking about. Are you serious? I am 100% for real right now. Time for Scat Cats! Ooh, I like that. Good job, Tom. Okay, let's get Maggie on the line. Maggie! 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 Maggie. Hi, friends. Hey, Maggie. How you doing, Maggie? Who's the goodest Uh, girl? It's me. It's you. It's you. You're the goodest bitch in the whole wide world. (laughs) I knew it was me. course it's you okay maggie so tom and i 
have an am I the bitch situation for you. And we are counting on you to determine once and for all which one of us is the bitch in this situation. And and just I just want to make clear. So, Maggie, I know we call you a bitch, but mm -hmm. you should know that when we say it to you, we mean it with love. But yes. anytime, uh, yeah, uh, we love you. You are the goodest bitch. But, but also, I, I am a, I am a bitch. I, I am a female dog. It is my yes. entomological from a dictionarial name. Ooh, it sure is. I love those SAT words, Maggie. You're doing good. Have you been reading over your human shoulder? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I read a few big words. <laughs> nice. You got any more for us? Um, I, I've, I've been doing some, some meditating. Oh, my, my, uh, my, my person says that I must sit, stay good girl. And so I meditate. I sit, I stay a good girl. I learned lots of things. Wow. That is yeah. lovely, Maggie. That's very impressive. Okay. Because well, I've, I've never listened when anyone's told me to sit or stay, just for the record. You so really the don't. Fact that you do it. I'm, just, I'm impressed and I adore you for it. So to clarify, when Tom and I call each other a bitch, we do not mean it in the way we mean it for you. It's more of like, <laughs> you're not worthy of the name cat. Okay. Um, so just laying that out there. But we love you. You are the best bitch in the whole wide world. Yes. You're the goodest girl. Um, and we are so thankful. And it is up to you to determine which one of us is the bitch. Okay. So I'll start. And then, Tom, you can, you can like, tell what happened to me but I honestly think that my story about you um, is going to win me this contest okay let me lay it out for you so cat lady and let's be real let's call her cat lady it's not cat woman you are not Michelle Pfeiffer I'm sorry but no okay cat lady um she likes to sleep in on the weekends you know she works hard she she works hard for her money woo, woo. anyway so she likes to sleep in, and usually, because I'm the favorite, um, I am usually at the head of the bed with her, or sometimes, if I'm feeling really fancy, I'll get under the covers with her, like, I'll, like, paw at her until she lets me in, and that's really special, and then, like, I'll, like, change my mind five minutes later and make her let me out, but anyway, um, so, but this day, I think it was Sunday, yeah, it was Sunday, Sunday, like mid morning, I'm chilling at the foot of the bed and I see cat lady kind of stirring and Tom gets up and goes to her for some cuddles and she's petting him. And I'm like, Oh, that's so sweet. And Tom is loving it. And you know, he does this thing when he gets petted where his like butt goes up in the air a little bit. Um, so you start petting him and his little, like base of his tail just goes up and he just like his butt goes up. He just loves it. Okay. So Tom is getting pets and then he decides that he wants to leave the bed and get onto the bedside table. And it is at this moment that cat lady who isn't wearing her contacts or glasses yet. It is at this moment that cat lady notices 
a giant turd hanging out of Tom's poop hole. Like it is, I watched her when she eventually like got it. I watched her actually hold her thumb up next to it to compare sizes. It was big. Okay, so cat lady freaks out because she thinks that Tom is about to poop on the pillow, which like, why are we surprised? Because he's always saying shit on the bed when he doesn't get what he wants. So cat lady freaks out and she like kind of, tries to knock him off the bed and then he goes and he like gets on the easy chair near the bed and she grabs her glasses and puts them on and tries to like, you know, she goes and grabs some Kleenex or something and then comes back to try to like grab it. But it's, it's still attached to him. And she tries to grab it and he's like Rah! and runs away and um she realizes that it's like he must have ingested some of her hair because now it's like just hanging out a little bit from the end by some like blonde hairs and that's not either of us uh so <laughs> she finally manages to get him in the living room and she's like holding him down. And at this point, I'm just like, Tom, you need to chill. Just like, let her get this out. Um, and he's like, no, no. Um, and so she, so she finally manages to like pull it out. And we hear like, just like the tiniest little like pop of the hair breaking or whatever. And she's holding it up and there's like little, sprouts of her blonde hair like sticking out of the um piece of poo where it was attached to his rectum but yeah so tom was for who knows how long walking around with a human sized like human thumb sized piece of poo just dangling from his butthole and then he was a little bitch about it when cat lady tried to like get rid of it so I rest my case. Tom is the bitch. I don't think we even need to hear his story about me, but you know what? We'll, we'll let him go for it and let you decide. But I think I know who's going to win. All right, Tom, your turn. I can't believe you just repeated all of that. So you know what? It's fine. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> anyway, here's what Allie did. And this is what I think makes Allie the bitch. Are you ready for this? Okay, so here's something you got to know. Cat lady, she works so hard. She works hard for the money. You know what I mean? Like she, she's just, she never quits she's so you know what i'm so i'm thinking we need to treat her right and no matter no matter what ali always finds a way always to make a mess and here's what happened so later that afternoon on the day in question when the alleged situation happened of which you just heard ali talk about later that day we're just chilling we're on the couch, just hanging out. 
And Alec got up to stretch and move around. And I, you know, I was there too. And I happened to look over and I didn't want to embarrass Allie or anything. So I just was like, Early. Be be chill about it. But your behind is completely covered in gross wet poop. And it was it was like ew disgusting. But I didn't want to give her a complex about it. You know what I mean? I didn't want to make her feel bad because it wasn't her fault initially. But as I was trying to, like, kind of covertly be like, Allie, go to the litter box, go to the litter box. Cat lady saw, and she, you know, reasonably was a little panicked because we were all on this new, like, duvet cover, this really nice blanket on the couch that she had just, she worked so hard for the money to buy this expensive, expensive blanket. You know what I mean? And it was so nice, and it was so comfy. But I knew she didn't want it to get ruined. So Cat Lady jumps up and she runs away, presumably to get something to wipe up the mess. And I'm like, Allie, just stay right there. Don't move. You're going to get it all over the blanket. But of course, Allie had to be a diva and was like, don't tell me how to live my life. Don't tell me what to do, where to go, how to spend my time. And she just pops a squat right there on the blanket and makes a huge mess. We're like, Allie, come on. At the end of it, Cat Lady was able to clean everything and like, it was fine. But I was like, you know what? That's just, come on. So I think that's what makes Allie the bitch. What do you think? Before you say anything, I have a quick rebuttal. Um, mm-hmm. Tom does not know how to communicate. One. Two, I did not sit on the cover like he says. And it wasn't like all over my butt. Yes, there was some like wet poo there. It wasn't all over. It was just a wet little bit. But I did. <laughs> I did. And I will confess to this. I did feel a little bit of it drop off of my butt as I was <laughs> moving. Okay. And so, like, I didn't sit in it. It just happened to fall while we were waiting for Cat Lady to come back to clean it up. And that's my case. I rest my case. Tom, I guess I will let you do a rebuttal if you want, but I don't see how you need one because my explanation of events was truthful. So my rebuttal to rebuttal, your story. Rebut, rebuttal. <laughs> my counter to your story. Here's the thing. I just every now and then cat lady gives us treats and I thought what was left on the counter was meant for me to just snack on. You know what? That's just what I thought. (sighs) Did not realize until after I had already started like, you know, ingesting everything that it was 
just like like you know how sometimes when when she's vacuum cleaning there's just and then she empties it out and then there's just like a there's just a bunch of gunk there it just it smelled it smelled interesting and i was like "Mm, and then i was like (laughs) but i accidentally swallowed some and i think that's what caused the issue back there and i was a little embarrassed and i was trying to show her so i was like hey hey, yo miss lady handle it so yeah okay okay that's that's fair even though you didn't want her to go back there, but whatever. Okay, Maggie. Um, which, <laughs> which one of us is the bitch? You know, this is this is a very tough, tough judgment that may be passed. And and before we call anyone a bitch, I really think we just need to ask ourselves. Does poop happen? Does poop happen? And and does it make one a bitch when poop happens to you? So what I hear is that there were two very scary, kind of funny, but in the moment scary situations that, um, you know, maybe, maybe we could have handled better. I, I think maybe you two should try meditation, you know, sit, stay, good girl, sit, stay, good girl. And that may have given you some clarity to uh, get out of this situation when poop happens. Also, you were both kind of bitches, though, because, <laughs> you know, there, there was some, but also there was lack of communication, lack of clarification, lack of quantification. I'm just repeating words at this point. I don't know what they mean. But I think everyone is a good kitty. And that is my judgment. You know what? That's fair. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you. You know, like you could you could go into diplomacy if you wanted. Like, yeah. We should look into that for you conflict negotiation um um, like moderation mm -hmm. you know what that's for sure if we ever decided to do any sort of merch i think remember to sit stay and to good girl Mm -hmm. that's 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 marketable i think that's brilliant you are a regular um i can't think of the word guru no that's not what i mean um i have lots of dogma (laughs) dogma that's perfect (laughs) okay um well let's take some of these skills uh i actually have a call from another pupper coming in and this is pacha calling in with an 
am I the bitch situation. Um, so let's listen to what she's got to tell us and give her some of our wisdom. So Pacha, tell us what you're calling in about today. So, you know, I live with another, another one of me, another dog. And, you know, her name is Kitty. And I, I understand the cultural appropriation happening. I'm sorry. I had to call in, though. And, you know, Kitty, I would say, is definitely the alpha. And I'm not feeling that. I feel like I am the beta in this relationship. And, you know, it's, it's not something that I'm used to. It's something that is really hard for me to to digest. I mean, I am an Italian woman and, oh, I'm not a woman. I'm a dog, but, <laughs> but I am an Italian dog. And, you know, me and my family, my pack that I was born in, this is not something that would be tolerated. So I need help. How do I become the out on this relationship? Because I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared shitless. Well, I have to be honest with you, Pacha. I don't know if it's ever going to happen because your current alpha is named Kitty and yes, appropriation, we're not even gonna to touch that right now, but your current alpha is named Kitty. And so by default, she is in charge. I think that maybe uh, Pacha should think about why why want to be alpha? Um, I myself happen to be a beta and I am very happy being most submissive to everyone I meet. It takes a lot of stress out of many life's interactions. I don't need to be first. I don't need to be best. I do my best by being second place. I, that's more or less kind of the, the root. I was thinking, you know, it, it's okay to not be an alpha. It's not for everyone. That is totally okay. And you know what? Use your words. Communicate those needs. Let's hear some more. So you're telling me that nothing's ever going to change. I think that you have to learn to just accept where you are and be happy with where you are and know that there is safety in being a little bitch um, and not being the alpha dog. And you may discover in time that you actually love this. I'm sorry. I just need a moment to think about this and to process. I need to go get my milk bone. Hold on. All right, so I gotta, I gotta make sure that I am okay with Kitty being alpha, and it's just so hard. It's so hard, and you know I don't have a shoulder to cry on. I mean, sure, I do have my wonderful, wonderful saviors. You know, my my humans are they are God to me, and I have them. But I'm alone here, and. Thank you for that advice, but that is difficult to hear. I think that when you are strong enough to 
accept this role in your life, this unexpected role in your life, is when you will finally be strong enough to be alpha. You know, again, you need to you need to take a moment and look within, take take Maggie's advice, meditate on it a little bit, and just keep the communication open. Yeah. And and you say that you are alone, but but are really alone? Because you have an alpha. And that alpha is there to lead and to be in charge and to make tough choices. And you can just live under the umbrella of comfortability that comes with not having to be alpha. You have an alpha. Let alpha do the hard work. Bingo. Wow, that is that is some good advice. Um, thank you, thank you. I I'm glad I called in today. I'm glad I did this. Thank you. Thank you, Pacha. Don't worry, it's gonna happen one day. Kitties don't live forever. Um, don't act on that. I'm just saying, like you know, there there's a natural progression, and uh, everyone there is a season a season for everything and everything in its season or whatever, however the Beatles song goes, I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, Pacha, you got this and you're gonna come to accept your place as somebody else's little bitch. Um, and then one day, one day in the future when you have processed this and matured, um, you are totally gonna be top dog and you're going to be amazing at it because you came from the bottom. Started from the bottom. Now the whole team's here. That's, I mean, that's, you were, that's what's up. That's the, that was the right advice, Sally. I, I completely co-sign on that. The moment that you stop, the moment that you uh, give up on your expectations is the moment that you live your life the way you want to live it. Boom. Mm, I like that. I, I can't, I am the beta now, but once I will, I will one day be alpha. Oh, You're yes. right. You are right. Do, do you eat meatballs? I have a wonderful recipe for meatballs. Well, it's, I don't, it's Rachel Ray's meatballs that my God I love, buys. I love meatballs. Send it my I'm gonna way. Send, I'm going to send you some. They are to die for. Thank you so much for, for having me on the show. And I feel empowered. I feel empowered talking to you now. That is so good to hear, Pacha. And we are proud of you, and you're going to be amazing. Hang in there. Thank you very much. Oh, th thank you for that very uh, expressive doggy kiss. Awesome. Thanks, Pacha. I sure am excited to try those meatballs. How about y'all? <laughs> I do want balls of meat. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Some, you know what? Sometimes they don't even need to be cooked. Sometimes Cat Lady is like thawing out meat and she leaves it in the sink and goes into the other room. And then you know what? It's game time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she ought to know better by now. Like, she, she really, should. Cat Lady? Come on. <laughs> You've lived with us how long and you still do this? Maybe, although maybe she's like, knows that we're sneaking meat and she's just 
Like she loves us so much that she lets us think that we're getting away with shit. You know what? I don't know. I don't know if she's, I don't know if she's aware. I don't know if she's that aware. I, I mean, know. humans, right? Like, uh. <laughs> you think Lady of Cats would know by now, but she does not. <laughs> she doesn't even know. Okay. All right. Listeners, pussycats. I know I said this last time, but just to reiterate, <laughs> I know I said this last time, but just to reiterate, we are a new podcast, so it would be super helpful if you all could leave us some five-star reviews and to just put the icing on that cake or the um, catnip on that, whatever. Um, if you leave us a five-star review in iTunes and or Podcast Republic, I will force Tomcat to read it out on an episode in his best OnlyFans voice. So let's just hear a little preview of what that might sound like. You know, I just decided to grab uh, the, the book nearest to me and I'm just going to open it up to a random page and just read a little bit to show you this could be your comment being read. I was going to, you know what? I'm not going to go to a random page. I'm going to go to the best number, page 69. Oh, hold on, hold on. You hear that? Uh, page 69. And so it went. <gasps> The arrangement worked perfectly. A no score win. Nanny bought the, ch the child a little tricycle, but could never persuade him to ride it inside the house. And he was scared of <gasps> Rover. I believe Rover is a dog in this situation. In the background, Crowley and this name that I can't pronounce met on the tops of buses and in art galleries and at concerts, compared notes and smiled. And that was an excerpt from Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's Good Omens, which the cat lady is a big, big fan of. <gasps> five-star reviews. Tom, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. That was amazing. <laughs> I think that's about all the time we have for today, but I'm excited because I think next week we need to unleash the story of exactly how Maggie came to run with the podcasters pack. Um, because it's not every dog that we would like let into our inner sanctum, you know, so Maggie, you're very special. You know this, you know, we love you. You're the goodest girl. You're the specialist um, bitch. Mm -hmm. You're the bitchiest bitch. Uh, and yeah, we want to 
we we want to let our listeners know like how this came to be because I think some people are wondering about like uh, their cats and they call all dogs bitches but they like this bitch what um, so I wanna I wanna set the record straight of like that story and how Betty White changed our lives. I agree for the better. For the better. P.S. Yeah. Happy belated birthday, Betty White. You're 99 years old today. Mm-hmm. You are the same age as sliced bread, which is really funny because like now we can't say that she's the greatest thing since sliced bread because I think she's older than sliced bread. But let's just be real. Betty White is amazing and we are lucky to have her on our planet. Don't ever go away. Do you think that she made it this long because of Nine Lives? <gasps> That's a wonderful theory that I want to explore. Oh my gosh. Betty White's a cat in disguise. It's canon. (laughs) I was about to say head cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Skull cannon.